you're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8, the Google Ads agency. It's such a selfish network that it actually, there's more cons than pros in that campaign because you can't scale it. I'd rather do a full Bill Pumax campaign and die than run a feed only and have the client ask us questions each week about well, why that happened. Let's go. I don't know. I've been, that was my fail point there is I, we, I think we didn't do enough into investigation beforehand. Yeah. Just quick point is we're still trying to figure out any other like mediums more. So like, for example, like discovery is something we'll probably end up adding on here in the future when we have more like clear understanding of how it would fit into this process. But John, I was also going to ask too, if you wanted to go more in depth on why feed only is not on here. Yeah. So you'll notice on here, feed only is not a thing anymore. Feed only is good. It's not a cane type that we own. Feed only, if there was like a darker color than red, it would be feed only. It is a big smart shopping campaign that also will capture search. Even if we don't want it to, it will capture search traffic. It will fight OPMX, it'll fight extensive DSA, it will fight inbound search, especially on broad. It will fight any remarketing, whether it be YouTube or display or main PMX. It's such a selfish network that it actually... There's more cons than pros in that campaign because you can't scale it. It lives and dies on majority remarketing. And it's something that is going to steal even from our main PMAX campaign. If you intimately understand feed only, you can use it well. I know feed only fairly well for Kitsch. It's working extremely well. It's getting a better volume. It's actually remarketing the $100,000 of a free ad spend that they get from Facebook. So I don't need to have a ROAS. Like there's very specific particular use cases as to when you should or should not use feed only. Feed only just saved Larson Jewelers, but I took 10 feed only campaigns pretty much. That's what they were doing. Whittled it down to one. I said, we're going to have to rebuild the entire account. Once those new campaigns are rebuilt, I'm shutting off feed only. This was just to save on their ROAS and just to not have them die while they're trying to get onboarded. Feed only is not something that we should move forward with because you can't control it, can't scale it, and you don't know what's going on and you don't know where it's going to go next. And it still goes everywhere. So feed only is be essentially being removed just because it's not, it's a hack and it's a bridge. It's not a campaign strategy that we're like, aha, now we'll use it this way. You don't have any control. You have no signals. You have no assets. So again, it's, it's the enigma that will go away. And it's not something I think that we should really lean into in the future. I'd rather do a full Bill Pumax campaign and die than run a feed only and have the client ask us questions each week about well, why that happened. Let's go. I don't know. So I think that's, it's just a better bet. Can you give an example when you say, well, why did that happen? Like if the client is complaining, why'd that happen? Just trying to why, understand. Why did feed only die of performance? Yeah. Like, I don't exactly know what you meant by that. I'm just trying to understand what, what are the consequences of running feed only, like long-term negative consequences of running feed only. Cause at, at Startup PPC, we have such small budgets and oftentimes brand new accounts that all we're trying to do is get the client to not freak out within the first 30 days. So getting the very bottom of the funnel is like great but then i'm trying to understand the long-term consequences like you were alluding to some but i didn't understand yeah and so i think that for here is an example for this client feed only makes sense for them i'll answer your question the why did it happen on feed only those are things that we'll never be able to ask or answer and we should not run them if we can't answer them so i know if this thing dies off i'm gonna say well what happened on facebook what happened on instagram and did any products that were in stock selling well that go out of stock and i'm not targeting those products well on other campaigns and those products that we're targeting overlapping are doing better like i can answer all those questions right now 
So feed only, that's what I'm saying. When you have a very specific scenario where feed only does fit, you will be able to answer why or why not the feed only did well or not because you're choosing to run it because you know what it's exactly going to do. For low budget campaigns like Regina, your clients here, it does make sense as a starting point. It does make sense. It also makes sense though to run them at the same time as a Pmax full build out. The campaigns that you have are they running other traffic from other sources. Is it performing well? What is the time lag of those other on average? Like if you look through analytics, like do you increase or decrease Facebook? Yeah, I did. Okay, now I can see a correlation about 20, 30 days later. How much repeat traffic is if the people buy 1.2 times versus three times? Feed only will live and die by that. So there's a lot of use cases as to why you should or should not run that campaign type. I'm running this also because I started negating brand out of all the other performance max campaigns and this feed only was doing a good job at capturing the branded traffic that I'm spawning from my other campaigns and B, capturing remarketing dynamically of other traffic from Facebook. So that's why I see so there's a lot of conversions here. There's 90 on the brand, another 20 on the brand, and then 23, and then they start to kind of dwindle down after that. And then you'll see kind of pop up more often, there's et cetera. So this campaign will do some cold traffic for sure. It will do some warm traffic for sure. And it will suck all of the remarketing and even compete with all these other campaigns. But what this allows me to do is keep a baseline of knowing that I'm gonna always spend like 4K in the last two days. And I know I'm gonna make 3,200 and I'm gonna keep an 83% ROAS and I'm fine there. Why? Because this is dynamically remarketing $100,000 worth of free traffic from Facebook and they don't care what the ROAS is here. It's not their money. So again, very, very, very specific use case. Now over the course of longer term, since it's heavy remarketing, I'll have 137 ROAS. So I can spend 91K to make 124K. And I know I need to have a above 1.47 and I'm at 200% of the account. Fine. All this did was just tack on an additional $124,000 and keep me above a two. Can I kill that campaign? Yeah, we'll go to 2.2. What will I lose? $125,000. That's not worth it. Is that going to come anywhere else? No idea. It's free Facebook traffic. I don't know what it's going to do if I don't try to remarket them. So again, it's really, 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 really hyper-specific to use feed only for a specific reason. But we want to make sure that if we're going to run it, if they say, John, why did that die? Well, A, it didn't. I've been monitoring the ROAS and making adjustments every two to three days going down. But this isn't my main focus. The only change that I've made in this thing since it started has just been budgets. Last 30 days, I haven't touched this. I have not made one change to it. There, it's not a campaign, it's a bolt-on. So that's what's interesting is I we use it very, very seldomly and very specifically, but I don't think this should be our main reasons. Sorry, follow up yeah. question. For yeah. all of the accounts, I'm sure at Solutions 8, where there's a lot of shopping only campaigns and we want to try to transition away from it. What do you think about the idea of adding an asset group only campaign for a while and then kind of doing a switch where you turn off the shopping only campaign and add the feed so that you don't have two sets of feeds running at the same time? Like, would, do you think that idea might, I don't know, it's hard to tell what would happen, I guess. Are you saying like an asset only and a feed only and then combining them? Yeah, like to try to transition away from shopping only instead of having a full build out asset Pmax with feed so that you have two feeds now running side by side. What do you think about getting the asset group only campaign up and running? And then like one day making the switch, basically pulling the feed into the asset group only campaign and shutting off the shopping only. The things I would have to see, it'd have to know if that would work well or not. Is there brand search in the non-feed asset only campaign? If there is, what attribution model are we looking at for the account? If it's data-driven, 
business model comparison tool shows slightly more favorable favorable first clicks to feed only and less clicks to asset group only or is it vice versa that'll tell me if you're getting shopping and then brand or if you're getting getting inbound dsa then after marketing that's a possible scenario one could feed the other very very easily and vice versa or even switch back and forth can you say that last sentence again yeah, so asset group versus feed only. If you look at the model comparison tool inside of Google ads, if you see that there is more first click coming into one campaign and more last click coming into the other campaign, mm -hmm. it could mean that the feed only is gaining a shopping click and the asset group only is getting a branded conversion after they have that shopping click. If it's flipped, it means that you have people coming in from DSA or Discovery or YouTube that's getting dynamically remarketed by feed only. So one can feed the other in both scenarios. So yes, it will work or no, it won't work. It's just depending. <laughs> yeah. Hard to know how to transition away, but yeah. um, it's probably gonna be a very common scenario, especially for all of the starter PPC clients who are adopted by Solutions 8 or yeah. should say graduated to Solutions <laughs> You're like a foster parent. Kate, you said something about standard shopping also works with? Yeah, I was just mentioning that like just another use case of it would be sort of like what you're doing for where it's can't remarket via like other mediums. So you have to kind of throw it into Pmax for it to remarket. And then also whenever you target an audience on shopping, it tends to be a lot more expensive and it doesn't expand out of that audience. So that could be good or bad, but it doesn't function the same exact way as like a feed only Pmax if it were just shopping as well too. Now say that now the audience is in shopping. Say that again. It's when you go into the settings on standard shopping and you have an audience that you're targeting, you can't turn on optimized targeting on that, but on Pmax it's default. Right. So like, let's say you're targeting like, you know, pet lovers or whatever, and then it will stay within the audience. It won't expand out of that audience. Whereas Pmax feed only will expand out of that audience. Yeah. And what yeah, I found you're... with that is that CPCs are higher on targeted audiences than not. Yeah. That's actually what I test with is I just been doing nothing but excluding their converters, but I can't exclude them. I can only bring it down negative 90% bid adjustment, which is I'm bidding 50 cents minus 90%. I'm not going to get those converters. And if I did, and it's a five second conversion, you I don't really care. That cost right. requiring existing customers fine. Sorry to interrupt, but Caden, did you say audiences inside of feed only? Feed only doesn't have audiences. This is not a glitch. I'm interrupting the video you're watching because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google ads and you want to work with the best Google ads agency on the planet, please go to solate.com forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to solate.com. That's S O L eight.com to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube algorithm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program. Well, I'm saying audience is like how Pmax works as it expands outside of the audience. So like one thing that will like test out will run like, you know, brand search keywords as like an audience signal inside of feed only. And that'll expand outside of just people that are typing in the brand search keywords. It'll type in and build a lookalike audience from that. But, um, but then it's not feed only anymore. It's if you have a audience well it's still feed only because you have no assets but you're just pushing it towards like the audience that you wanted to capture oh okay we've never tried that interesting yeah so it's it's like there's feed only there's feed plus audience and there's full build max and then glenn audience. has his hand raised or it's a really small high five thing yeah just on your point there Caden, talking about standard shopping if we we can put audience segments as targeting but we could just populate everything every single audience that we've got in observation and just keep an eye on that and then we could put that into targeting 
build out, we could scale out standard shopping campaigns using audience targeting only. That's true, but I've seen like CPCs are generally higher in whatever reason Google's targeting for that audience. So okay. like whenever you're trying to segment and target an audience, the average CPC will go up. So you have to bid even higher on it versus just leaving it open. So it's a debate to have. I'm just putting like a point out there that if you target, expect to have higher CPCs. Well, we could then also then start building out some low, medium and high priority and put different bids in them then. Yeah, or you could even target those, or you could set those observations of those targeted audiences and then do a negative 20% bid adjustment to control the CPC using it like an observation. That's a good idea. Yeah, we've got a lot of options with standard yeah. shopping. That's the beauty part about this though. And here's the best part is if Performance Max has better standard shopping performance, and I'm using that as an air quote, like we have, let's say 30 assets and they're all cold traffic and the optimized targeting actually has brought us keywords and essentially search categories that we never really would show up for because of a feed only. That's the benefit that PMAX has in shopping is PMAX will almost take a DSA query and show a shopping ad for it. You can't do that inside of standard shopping. You have to optimize the feed for that. Uh, that client that I just brought up with that that's what that tells me is those search categories are telling me that, that there's almost like an as inbound search element to it that my feed and my search ad are showing for and I'm getting clicks just as a multi-channel attributed click it's just like yeah it came in came in anywhere it came in from an inbound search in the search category was it shopping or search yes that doesn't really tell me much, but it does tell me that there's probably potentially less feed optimizations that need to be made if you're running that inside of performance max. Does that mean feed only with well-built out signals? Perhaps. Again, this is another tool in this toolbox. I think that what we've done is sometimes kind of discount a custom build as a cookie cutter build and just say, all right, so let's run like, you know, PMAX brand YouTube and then just pick and choose whatever we want to see how it goes. And I've been, that was my fail point there is I think we didn't do enough into investigation beforehand that ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure and i think that a lot of times when we come in our wednesday meetings why that die i'm like well what are they spending on facebook We're like ah we all don't know why it's not because we're bad marketers we just never asked that question before and asked it in the wrong point we should have asked in the beginning or known about it in the beginning and built around that rather than building everything how we think it's going to work well finding out the outside influences tank our campaign and then come back and say oh we didn't realize that they shut off Facebook. So that's sometimes that not, not saying that it's an extreme case, but like, Hey, they ran a sale on Facebook. Oh, well, because 75% of our campaign structure inside of Google ads is highly dependent upon omni-channel. When someone runs a sale on Facebook, if we see that sale tick up inside of Google, that's bad. That's not good. That's bad for us. Unless it's brand campaign, but our PMAX should not skyrocket from a Facebook sale. That means that we're doing too much remarketing and too much inbound traffic traffic from Facebook. We should see a sale that happens on Facebook that we don't know about not affect our Google ads account. Cold traffic is not just going to arrive on the site and be like, ah, who is this person? Wait, 20% off? I will buy now and 14% conversion rates. That doesn't happen. Everybody runs a sale the first time that you get to their website. You just name that as the price in your mind and then try to learn who they are. That happens on Facebook though. So that's why this is going to be giving us more well-diversified scenario that we can actually start to run our cold traffic campaigns and be less dependent upon an omni-channel sources. Facebook is still a very, very big contender, huge contender. Us as really good marketers are not going to ignorantly discount the value that Facebook brings to a marketing mix. Where we can't be as ignorant to say, no, 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 Google doesn't, yeah, 
Facebook's Facebook. We don't have anything to do with them. That 600,000 ROAS that he got in the grant campaign was all us. We know it's not to be the case. So we have to not live and die by potential omni-channel disruptions and being able to be more independent from omni-channel, control placements, bids, and search terms while running alongside of PMAX and see where they overlap and have that success or where they have those failures are going to be important to us to continue to move forward. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Kostum here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's sol8.com. S-O-L, the number eight, dot com.